This is Isha Joshi, and you're listening to InfoPoint, Children's Edition. I was able to duck fast enough before the soccer ball came flying to hit my face. But did you know that my brain is what should be thanked? Welcome back. Today's episode is about the brain. We'll discuss how my brain was responsible for my super quick reaction and discover the many interesting facts about the brain. Your brain is one of the most complex and powerful parts of your body. Your brain controls many functions in the body, including the five senses, which include touching, hearing, tasting, seeing, and smelling. It also allows you to remember, think, and is one of the reasons you can understand me right now. Today, I have a curious kid joining me to ask and answer some questions about the brain. Let's hear our first question. Hello, I wonder how big is the brain? Well, the average length of an adult brain is around 15 centimeters long and weighs around three pounds. The size of a human brain is roughly the size of two clenched fists. Kids' brains are a bit smaller since you're still growing. A newborn's baby brain weighs only three-fourths of a pound. Well, then what does a brain look like? Although it is a super important organ, it isn't that attractive. It is grayish in color and has soft and squishy tissue with wrinkles, folds, and creases. This soft ball is delicate and needs something to protect it. But don't worry, it does. Your skull. Your brain sits in the inside of your skull, which is made out of many hard, thick bones to shield the brain. Alright, but then what is the brain made out of? The brain is composed of around 73% water. The remaining is made out of fat and protein. There are many parts of the brain that work together to help you function. Today, we are going to discuss four parts that are crucial in your brain. The first part is at the top of your brain and is called the cerebrum. This is also the largest part and makes up about 85% of your brain. The cerebral cortex is the outside layer of the cerebrum, and if it is laid out flat, it could cover an entire bed. The cerebrum is the part of the brain that does your thinking, making sense of touch, vision, hearing, speech, emotions, learning, and fine motor skills. It is also in charge of your voluntary muscles. These are the muscles that move when you want them to move. So you need your cerebrum to do some of your favorite things, like run around or dance. Your cerebrum is also responsible for your reasoning, like when you have to explain your steps for an experiment or make your decision to do your chores before you play outside. The cerebrum is divided into two halves or two hemispheres, the right and the left. Both sides are a little different in the jobs they do. Usually, the right half of the brain is the more abstract or the creative side. So it controls your thinking about colors, your artistic and your musical abilities. On the other hand, the left side of the brain 
is the more logical or analytical side. It is in charge of speech, math, writing, and your ability to understand. What's extremely fascinating is that the two parts control opposite sides of the body. So the brain's right half controls the left side of your body, and the left side of the brain controls the right side of the body. The next part is the cerebellum. The cerebellum is at the back and at the bottom of the brain. Although it is smaller, it is still super important. This part controls your balance, coordination, posture, and muscle movement. How do you think you can balance while riding your bike? Or win a one-legged race? Or even just stand upright by using your cerebellum? The third part is the brainstem. The brainstem lies in front of the cerebellum. This connects the brain to the spinal cord, which are many nerves surrounded by the spine that runs down your neck and your back. You might have thought lungs are all you need to breathe, but guess what? It's not. The brainstem controls your breathing. It is the head of all the functions that you need to survive including circulating blood, sleep cycles, regulating heart rate, digesting food, and many more. Also, the brainstem is responsible for controlling involuntary muscles. Those are the ones that move without you having to think about it. For example, there are involuntary muscles in your stomach. Your brainstem is what tells your body to start digesting your dinner. Lastly is the hypothalamus. It's kind of like a thermostat. The thermostat in your house regulates the AC or heat in your house. The same way the hypothalamus helps your body to be at the right temperature, which is around 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. It can help your body by telling the body to sweat if it's too hot or shiver if it's too cold. So, the brain has many important parts, but does the brain work alone in the body? That's a great question. Although it is almighty and super powerful, it needs some helping hands. This is where the nervous system comes into play. Your nervous system is made of many veins and the spinal cord, which is connected to the brain. The nervous system helps the parts of the body work as one by carrying messages back and forth from the brain to the body. The nervous system has many nerve cells called neurons. These neurons have teeny tiny branches that connect to other neurons. The brain is the boss of the nervous system. It is in control of receiving messages from the body and telling the body what to do next. For example, if you want to raise your hand to answer a question in class, it will send a message to the brain that you want to raise your hand. Your brain will then send a message to the muscles in your arm instructing them to lift up. Going back to the soccer ball that was about to hit my face, my brain and my nerves communicated together to help me duck at the right moment. So thank you brain. Wow, that's really cool. Now, does your brain change when you learn? Yep. When you learn, you change the structure of your brain. If you do things over and over again, 
your brain can start to make connections called pathways between neurons. Go back to when you first learned to tie your shoe. At first, it might have been hard, but with more practice, your neurons formed a pathway. Now, you might have a shoelace pathway that allows you to tie your shoe without even thinking about it. Interesting. Now I have a funky question. Can my brain wave? Well, kinda. The human brain has around 86 billion neurons and works using electricity. Small bursts of electricity are leaping between the cells. With a special tool called the EEG, doctors are able to see your brain working. Now that I know all about the brain, how do I take care of my brain? There are many things you can do to keep your brain healthy and safe. Make sure you eat healthy foods, get loads of sleep, and exercise. When you go out for a bike ride, make sure to wear a helmet. You can also give your brain a workout by doing things such as hard puzzles, learning new things, or just reading. Now for some fun facts. Did you know that your brain generates enough electricity to power a light bulb even while you're sleeping? Wow. Something that's really interesting is that one and a half hours of sweating can treat the brain as much as one year of aging. But don't worry, it's just temporary. Remember how I said that the brain has over 73% water? Well, if we sweat this water out and don't replace it by drinking more water, our brains can actually shrink. Here's something that's cool. Your brain is faster and more powerful than any supercomputer ever built. All those messages between your body and brain travel super fast and can be over 250 miles per hour. Now it's time for the 10 second trivia to see who was paying attention. What side of the body does the right half of your brain control? 10, 9, 8, 7, Six, five, four, three, two, one. That's right, the right half of the brain controls the opposite side of the body, which is the left side. Wow, that sure was a lot of information, almost enough to make someone's head hurt. But it's not actually the brain hurting. The brain itself can't feel any pain. Wow, the brain sure is pretty cool for a ball of mush. Let's wrap things up with a quick joke. Why can't a brain be 12 inches long? Because then it would be a foot. Well, that's it for today's episode on InfoPoint. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out my other episodes and stay tuned for new ones.